Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mongolian Adventures podcast, a place for stories about Mongolia for adventurous kids. Get comfortable, snuggle in, and let's begin. Let's begin. Holy mouse, Patui! Minjin thought while she paused to catch her breath. She was only a quarter of the way up this insane staircase. The mouse working the checkout desk of her guesthouse from last night had warned her that there were six hundred some stairs for her to go up. Minjin had been sure she must have been confused or miscounting. How could there be six hundred stairs somewhere in this city? Now, faced with another almost 450 stairs to go, she was sure that Nice Mouse must have been confused because surely this wasn't 600 stairs, but 6,000, or 6 million, or 662 billion. At this rate, it was going to take her until dark just to climb up to the top. She'd never get to meet her next mouse guide, tour the monument to see if it would be a good home, or find out if any more missing pieces of her painting were there. It's a lot of steps, isn't it? Minjin turned to see who had interrupted her steps-induced confusion, and saw another mouse paused on the side of the stairs, catching his breath. Hi, I'm Singun, he said, reaching out his paw to shake hers. I live here, but I had to go down to visit my parents, and now I'm headed back. So it's hard for you, even though you live here? Minjin asked, relieved to not be the only mouse struggling on this particular hill. Oh, no way, Tsingguan replied. It gets a little bit easier, and you figure out how to pace yourself, but 600 steps never gets easy. I mean, maybe when I've lived here for a long time, but I doubt it. He laughed. Minjin smiled back at him, thankful he, he was encouraging her instead of judging her. Are you here just for a visit, or... He asked, pausing for her to catch her breath. I'm here for a potential home tour, she replied. I just turned ten, so I've been searching for my new home around the city. This is my next stop. Rad, Singun exclaimed. I loved my house search last year. It took me a while to decide this was the spot, but I'm obsessed with history and love a good view, so this was perfect. What are you into? Minjin paused, uncertain how to answer. Well, I love art and colors and stories and beauty. I've seen a lot of cool stuff so far, and I'm on a bit of an art history mission to find a missing piece of art, but so far no luck on the house search. Whoa, an art history mission? That sounds unbelievable. Where did you grow up? Singon asked, as a few more mice passed them by, continuing up the steep stairs. I grew up in the shoe district of Narantol, Minjin answers, glancing back up at all of the stairs to go. Should we try to talk and walk, she asks, motioning to the steps ahead. Sure, Singun agrees, beginning to walk again. Narantol? How rad! I loved it there when I visited on my tour, but I wanted something a little more scenic. I'm from Tovamig originally, so I only ended up here in the city after my home search. Really? Minjin replied, a little surprised. It wasn't impossible for mice to cross Amig boundaries, but it was a little unusual. She had met some mice from other parts of the country, but not many, and she certainly had never been anywhere outside of UB. Yep, so now I get the city life, Singun said, laughing, but it was nice to see my parents yesterday. 
Minjin felt her own heart squeeze inside of her as she missed her mom and her cozy shoebox. She and Singun continued their conversation as they continued up and up and up the hill, their eyes trained on the round circular figure ahead of them. Talking helped distract her, and before they knew it, they were nearing the last two steps. See, I knew you could do it, Singun said, smiling. You could live here, easy. Minjin wasn't so sure, but she appreciated the compliment all the same. Singun was easily the most encouraging and kind mouse she had met yet. And I get to be here for your first glimpse of the view, he said cheerfully. That's the best part of new mice coming, hands down. They reached the top, and Singun motioned for her to turn around and look back down the hill. She spun around slowly, still trying to catch her breath. But then it didn't matter, because her breath was gone anyway. It was stunning. All of Ulaanbaatar spread out before her, with the Tool River winding long and fast below. She could see the mountains, the apartments, the tall office buildings, and the roads snaking through it all. It made her feel extra tiny, the city so large it stretched out so long across the horizon, so she had to turn her soft gray body to take it all in. Tsingun stood beside her, grinning and watching her reaction as she gasped. I can see why you chose to live here, she said to him, motioning with her tail to the view. Just wait till you see it at sunset, he said with more of his great cheer. He turned back to the monument ahead and waved Minjin forward. Come on, I'll introduce you to the mouse guide, and then you can have a tour, and we'll ask my friends about your art history mystery. The mouse guide ended up being Singun's roommate, a small brown mouse named Tamir. He had walked her around the circle-shaped monument, describing the various paintings that marked its walls. They were very historical, depicting different people from the USSR, which stood for the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, and Mongolia. One so showed the Soviets helping Mongolia in its fight for independence in 1921, and other scenes from battles and wars in the past. Minjin's favorite part of the mural was the Soviet spaceflight that had included a Mongolian astronaut. She liked dreaming about what it must have been like to go into space on a spaceship, to see the stars and moon, the earth looking down from the moon. Even as a tiny mouse, she knew how expansive and limitless space must be, and it filled her furry self with awe just to think about it. Tamir concluded the tour by showing them the mice housing area, a cool section of rooms built into the bottom of the monument and half covered by rocks. Each of the rooms had a big window that faced out so you could see the view. Some of the river and the city, some of the mountains at the back of the monument. No matter where you were, it was beautiful. Singun met her again at the end of the hallway, practically skipping with glee. Minjin was sure she'd never met such a pleasant and happy mouse in all of her life. I found just the mouse for you to ask, he said, jumping from foot to foot, his tail swinging wildly behind him. My friend Munktoshik has an old grandfather who has lived here since before the monument was even built, and he knows all about the artwork and things in the storage room. Let's go. Minjin couldn't help but smile at his enthusiasm as she followed him further down the hall. They curved around the circular space until they reached the last room before the stairs started again. 
Minjin could tell it was a special room, as it had beautiful wooden carvings hanging around its doorframe, and a name sign hanging on it that read, Grandfather Solomon. Tsingun knocked and paused, waiting for the voice inside to shout gruffly, Come in! Minjin and Tsingun entered the room quietly, pausing to take in the photographs and artwork on the walls. The entire apartment was decorated with pictures of Grandfather Solomon and other mice, sometimes even with humans. There were also beautiful paintings, landscapes of the Mongolian steppe, and mountains and bright colorful designs of traditional Mongolian clothing, horses, and camels. Hello, Grandfather Solomon, Singon said respectfully, nodding his head to him. Hello, my son, he replied from his chair by the window, his white hair looking like a cloud sitting on his head. He wore silver glasses and a brown vest, and there was a book sitting on his lap, which Minjin could see was the green-eyed llama. Hello, Minjin murmured in reply, nervous about how this conversation would go. How can I help you? Grandfather Solomon asked, his eyes still focused on his book. Tsingun launched into an explanation, slightly less enthusiastic than his normal tone, as he shared about Minjin's art mystery and the search she was on to find the missing pieces. As he finished, Grandfather Solomon looked up at Minjin for the first time, his face still and quiet. Minjin wasn't sure if he was annoyed, bored, or both. Ah, your search has brought you to the right place, he replied. I am old and a collector of old things. I have lived here a long time and have visited many places. Over the years, I have collected many pieces of art that have caught my eye, in the hope that one day I would be able to find all of the pieces. Let's take a look at my collection. He rose from his seat, surprisingly fast for an old mouse. He walked over to his chest and opened the locks on the beautifully painted orange square. It creaked as he opened it, pulling out piece after piece of painting and canvas, carefully rolled up to keep them safe. The three mice spent the next hour sorting through the art, making piles according to Grandfather Solomon's instructions, and stopping to listen as he told the stories of where he had found different pieces. He had traveled through most of Mongolia's 21 provinces in his life, and Minjin was inspired by his stories of adventure and exploration. Finally, Singun gave a little shout, and Minjin and Grandfather turned to where he sat in the corner, a stack of art on his lap. I've found something, he yelled, jumping up and spilling papers all over the floor. He held up his find in his hands, his tail whipping around, knocking more things over in the process. Minjin rushed over, Grandfather close behind her, both looking eagerly at the paper he held. It showed humans wearing similar outfits to the pieces Minjin already had, but this time they were shown carrying buckets of water from a river. The humans, male and female, were doing different tasks. Some bent over the water, scooping water into their buckets, others carrying full buckets away from the river, and still others approaching the river with empty buckets. Minjin carefully held the paper in her paws and walked over to her own bag, where she pulled out the original photo and the piece she had found at the Ichtelgor. It fit. It looked to be the middle of the piece, the scene of the fire making and the two men watching to the left. Now she was just missing the right side of the painting. The three of them spent a few minutes remarking over the painting and how the new piece fit within it. 
Grandfather Solomon discussing what he thought about it and trying to remember where he had found his piece of the painting. The night slipped away as they talked, and soon it was almost pitch dark outside of Grandfather Solomon's window. Oh my goodness, it's gotten so late, Minjin gasped. I'm so sorry, Grandfather. We should go and let you rest. It's okay, my dear, he said, smiling for the first time all evening. This has been a joy for me. Thank you for letting me be a part of your adventure. I'm happy to have my piece find its missing home, and I wish you luck on finding the last pieces. Please do send me a photo when you have the complete painting. Minjin nodded, gathering up the now three pieces back into her bag and following Singun to a room reserved for mice visiting the monument. She settled into her warm bed for the night, thinking about the place where Grandfather Solomon had told her she should look next, and dreaming about the places she might yet go on her adventures. The view here was beautiful, but maybe Minjin wanted to see things too distant for even a monument on a hill to show her. for joining us on this episode of the Mongolian Adventures podcast. You can find more information about the podcast as well as lesson plans for educators at www.mongolianadventurespodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Mongolian Adventures Podcast. And on Twitter, we're at Mongolian ADV Pod. We'd love for you to draw a picture or create artwork based off of today's story. Send us your pictures at mongolian.adventures.podcast at gmail.com and maybe you'll see it featured on our social media. Until next time! May your adventures be big.